When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Live, <laughs> Mike. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it is time once again for another edition of the Live Mike Podcast. My name is Michael Beck, your deputy editor behind SteelCurtain.com, and we're bringing it to you again, of course, following the Pittsburgh Steelers' loss to the Los Angeles Chargers. Steelers find themselves sitting at a 5-4-1 record. Definitely not ideal for this time of year. They're still in the hunt, but today's topic of the show will definitely focus on uh, what they need to do over the next couple weeks here to make a uh, playoff push at the very least. Your Steelers are having back-to-back games in the division against the Cincinnati Bengals and against the Baltimore Ravens. Losing both of these games pretty much kills all hope at repeating as AFC North uh, champions. Of course, uh, what they did a year ago. But uh, not only that, losing uh, a couple more games consecutively here will bury the Pittsburgh Steelers in the divisional race. One of the problems here, too, is with how talented the teams of the AFC North are, one, perhaps two of them uh, that don't win the division, uh, be it since he Cleveland or Pittsburgh will also be a wild card team. On top of that, the Steelers have lost to the Chargers 
and the Raiders, either of which there will probably be one of the representatives as another wild card team. The Steelers now have losses to teams that look to uh, fill in this uh, this kind of group. So that uh, makes things a little more challenging. Not only will the Steelers need to have better records than those teams to claim a wild card spot, but simply just matching their record it makes it a little bit more challenging with the tie. But matching those teams' records will mean uh, they will be below them in the final standings of the year. The Steelers definitely didn't do themselves any favor with losing to the Raiders and the Chargers and now they have a couple back-to-back opponents within the division. The Steelers need to win these games. That's what it comes down to. That's what's going to save this season and put things back on track. Two consecutive divisional losses will put the Steelers back below 500 uh, with a pretty tough uh, schedule the rest of the way. Of course, uh, the Steelers will have a uh, Thursday nighter in Minnesota. They got to go to Kansas City. They got uh, another game with the Browns and another game with the Ravens all squeezed in there. There is no gimmies from here on out. So winning now, putting themselves in a position to uh, be able to survive a loss or two down the stretch is key because losing to Cincinnati or Baltimore coming up these next couple weeks means the Steelers damn near need to win out for any chance of a playoff spot. That will make things a whole lot more interesting and a whole heck of a lot harder if the Steelers want any hopes of being a playoff team. Losing the next couple weeks probably means you start uh, trying some different things, uh, trying to put some different combinations on the field, try to figure out really who you want your personnel to be moving forward into next season. Yeah, of course, the Steelers will never write off a year until they're mathematically eliminated, but uh, being one and three in the division and uh, sitting at five, six, and one will be a very, very big hole to climb out of. Um, we know Mike Tom teams have been able to do it in the past but as we sit here right now following that game of the Chargers we know the Steelers are not a very deep team they do have some talent they do have some grit and they will fight in games but the second they run into some injury problems like they did this past weekend on Sunday night football and the Steelers will start to encounter some serious issues now without TJ Watt Minka Fitzpatrick and Joe Hayden in the lineup the Steelers definitely struggled we saw that. We saw a list of names that really you wouldn't even have known were NFL players stepping into the lineup throughout that entire evening. It's something the Pittsburgh Steelers cannot afford to go into, especially these divisional matchups. That is going to be key for this team is getting healthy and getting healthy quick. Um, thankfully for the Steelers, that will be their last West Coast game of the season. We know their struggles coming out West, uh, especially with Ben Roethlisberger at the helm. He did play a pretty good game for himself uh, to recap that one, but moving forward, uh, the Steelers will be playing things a little bit closer to home. So hopefully those matchups uh, can favor the Steelers a little bit because we know how much more success they get in the confines of Heinz Field and in the surrounding areas. 
Now, winning these games would be massive for the Steelers because then, of course, as we sit here right now, they're 1-1 in the in the division. Moving to 3-1 would also push the Steelers most likely to first place in the division. That would be huge, and they would have some buffers. They'd beat Cleveland, they'd be 1-1 one one against Cincinnati, and they'd be 1-0 and oh against Baltimore. The Steelers would have some breathing room and be able to kind of uh, survive a couple missed games a, a loss or two down the stretch, they'd be able to overcome that and still win the North. These divisional matchups are the key to this team's season, and these two games coming up are the key to the whole year in general, in my opinion. Winning both of them, you put yourself in the driver's seat to take home another divisional crown. Three and one would be huge, of course. You still got to clutch things up in week 17 and week 18 uh, against the Browns and Ravens once again. Uh, all these divisional games are what's going to uh, put the Steelers into the playoffs. If they go 0 and 4, it is not happening. The Steelers have no hope in uh, in so much as playing a single snap in the 2021-22 playoffs, and we'll start having to look to the future. But winning these games... If the Steelers manage to go 4-0 in these games and pick up a win here and there down the stretch, then your Pittsburgh Steelers will have a a, a shot at not only just winning the division, but uh, being one of the one of the higher-ranked seeded teams, which is pretty crazy to believe. This season has been a roller coaster, to say the least. The Steelers have had some high highs. They've had some very low lows, and that will continue the rest of the way. It's one of the things when you try to find the identity of this team, it's almost impossible to do so because on a week-to-week basis, you don't really know what you're going to get out of your Pittsburgh Steelers. They're either either a team that uh, could come in and dominate a game wire-to-wire. They're a team that could build a big lead and then suffer uh, some some heartbreaking plays and blow that big score advantage. Uh, They can win those games and they can lose those games. They're also a team that could find themselves in a massive hole like they saw themselves in going into the fourth quarter against the Chargers. Coming all the way back, one of or pretty much the greatest comeback in a fourth quarter in Steelers history. However, they were not able to finish the job like we all know. But it was uh, per points that was the biggest uh, differential the Steelers have ever come back from, and then uh, they weren't able to cap that game off, which of course is pretty darn unfortunate, but. When it comes to identifying this team, it is almost impossible to do so. Uh, I, I think it's fair to say they are not a Super Bowl favorite, but they also aren't one of the worst teams in the league. But then I think if you want to ide- and I identify them as average, I also don't think that is fair. For whatever reason, they are a good team and a poor team. It, it makes it doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, I'm sure those of you listening to this right now are probably scratching your heads trying to figure out what I mean by that. And and what I'm trying to say is any given game, any given snap, the Steelers can they have this Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde thing going on. They for whatever reason, uh, they can be an outstanding team on one play and then look like a poor team on the next. 
and that goes on a week-to-week basis. Sure, some coaching has to play into that, but the Steelers' lack of depth up and down this roster is something else that kind of hamstrings them to a degree, especially when they run into injury issues like they did against the Chargers. Some games, the passing game can get going. Some games, Najee Harris completely takes over. And some weeks, TJ Watt will give you three sacks and absolutely wreck a game for the opposition's offense. It's a week-to-week thing for the Pittsburgh Steelers and really if they could start stringing together uh, some consecutive weeks of dominance they are one of the better teams in the league but when they get into these these streaky fades or phases of playing poor football, that's when things start to fall apart. We saw that in those three consecutive losses early on in the season. We're seeing it now following the tie and the loss to the Chargers. When the Steelers are healthy, then you get those stretches like when the Steelers won a bunch of games in a, in a row against the likes of the Broncos and the Seahawks and the Bears. It's just one of those things. This team is a complete roller coaster. That's something we've kind of grown to to know and love, I, I suppose, with the Ben Roethlisberger era. The Steelers are never out of a game, but uh, the Steelers have also, you can never say a game is over when uh, this team takes the field. It's been like that in recent years, and that trend continues this year. Now, getting more into some breakdown of these next two opponents, we will look at that in the second half of the show. So hang tight. We'll be back in just a moment with more live mic action. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Pittsburgh Steelers, we are back for the second half of our show today. First and foremost, if you want to continue this conversation with me, you can always do so by following me on Twitter at MichaelBeck56. I love uh, interacting with each and every one of you and talking Steelers football. So, once again, you can go ahead and follow me at MichaelBeck56, and we can break down this topic and a whole lot of other things over on Twitter. Now, getting back into the theme of our show today and how important the next two games for your Pittsburgh Steelers are. Of course, first and foremost, the Steelers are uh, taking to Cincinnati. They are on to the Bengals for what is going to be one of the biggest matchups of the Steelers season. Winning this game keeps them in the thick of things. Uh, losing this game certainly puts things into a, uh, a pretty dire situation. 
The Steelers are own one of the Bengals already this year. Uh, they've lost two games consecutive to the Bengals, uh, dating back to last year and what Jeff Driscoll being the starting quarterback in one of the worst games the Steelers played in quite some time uh, up until that point. Uh, it, it, it's just one of these teams the Steelers have struggled against as of late. Uh, Joe Burrow and company have uh, they haven't played their best football of the season in the last few weeks. They have uh, put a win into their win column, but the Bengals have struggled a little bit. Uh, Jamar Chase isn't quite putting up those freakish numbers he did early on in the year, but he is still a problem. T. Higgins is still a problem. Uh, Boyd is still a problem. Joe Mixon is still a problem. And C.J. Azuma has kind of broken out a second time in his career as a solid tight end, and the Bengals' offensive line is healthy. All in all, this, this offense is scary, and if the Steelers are without T.J. Watt, which would be for the second time in both games against the Bengals, that would be a huge loss. If they're out with Minka Fitzpatrick again, if they're out Joe Hayden, if, if the Steelers are out these three guys, it, it is hard to envision the Steelers coming away from a victory unless they're putting up 40 points on the board. It would be a game much like the one we just saw against the Chargers with the Steelers scoring more to win the game. That's what it looks like to me from the early outset. On the other side of the field, though, the Bengals' defense is playing uh, not as well as it did when the Steelers first played them early on in the season. The pass rush isn't quite as dynamic. Mike Hilton isn't getting home to the degree he was earlier in the year. And the rest of the Bengals' secondary isn't uh, quite as dynamic as they have been early on in the season. There are places the Steelers can attack this defense. Uh, Again, it seems like a theme of every single week, calling for Najee Harris to have a big game. And really, it would be unsurprising to me, in the very least, if that is exactly what he did. But uh, the Steelers are going to have to lean heavily on their versatile back on uh, pushing these Bengals defensive tackles up and uh, really trying to chew up some yardage on the ground and shortening the game. That's what the Steelers needed to do against the Chargers, and they weren't very successful with it despite uh, putting up some serious points on the board, specifically in that fourth quarter. Now, the Steelers' offense will also need to rely on Big Ben having a better day than he did the first go-around with the Bengals. He's going to have to hit Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson and the tight ends and, heck, get James Washington more involved too and really start to push the secondary deeper down the field so Najee Harris can have more holes on the ground and have a little bit more running room if he can break past that first level of the defense. Hopefully the Steelers can do that. Ben Roethlisberger's seem to get into a bit of a groove against the Chargers. If that can continue, the Steelers will have a pretty successful outing against the Bengals. Now, this game in general, it is the first of the two-headed monster that uh, we have been talking about today. If the Steelers are successful and can pull themselves to one and one against the Bengals, once again, they will slide up into that second seed in the AFC North, which they've held for a couple weeks, but tumbled down the standings after. The rest of the division went 3-0 in week 11 and the Steelers were the one team to walk away with a loss. So winning that game puts them in the second place. Uh, the Bengals have now uh, kind of pulled away by two games on the Steelers so it isn't uh, it isn't as likely but going into Baltimore the week after the Steelers will possibly have a shot to claim first place in the North. 
this would be huge for that team, and especially at this point in the year. But facing these Baltimore Ravens, the Steelers have a pretty big task on their hands. This team in general, in my opinion, has been one of the flukiest in all of football. The Steel or the Ravens rather have no reason to be as high up in their rankings as they are. They seem to snatch victory out of the jaws of defeat each and every week and something like four fourth quarter comebacks throughout this season. The Bengals had no or excuse me, the Ravens had no reason beating the Bears. They had no no shot really. They should should not have beaten the Lions. They shouldn't have beaten the Vikings. They shouldn't have beaten the Colts. It shouldn't, shouldn't, shouldn't. Hey, heck, they shouldn't have beaten the Chiefs. The Baltimore Ravens, if it wasn't for Lamar Jackson and Justin Tucker, really should have a losing record right now. But for whatever reason, they continue to find ways to win football games, whether they deserve it or not. It just seems like every game, the Ravens just throw up a prayer and somehow the receivers are hauling it in and they continue to win games. You make it make sense because it doesn't. It's one of the teams that just, for whatever reason, just continues to win when they really have no business winning these games. Their roster is depleted. They don't have much talent, but for whatever reason, teams will just fall asleep. They'll build huge leads against the Ravens, get lulled to sleep, and the Baltimore will slowly pick away at them until the game is within one score, it seems like, with it with two minutes left, and then the opposition will leave someone wide open, and the Ravens will somehow score a 50-yard touchdown. It doesn't make any sense, but that's how they're winning games. It is frustrating, but that is the fact of the matter. The Ravens have a horseshoe up their butt, and they continue to win games. This the Steelers, their Steelers recipe to win this game is what they do every time against Lamar Jackson. They need to beat him up. They need to make his life miserable in the backfield and force him into turnovers, which the Steelers have are the team that have played Lamar Jackson the best over his career. You look at all the games that Lamar Jackson has played against the Steelers, and it's more turnovers than touchdowns. It's more lost yards than positive. Well, to a, to a degree. Uh, he, he is losing yards to the Steelers that he wouldn't do against any other team. The Steelers are the one organization that, to me, doesn't look like they fear uh, Baltimore and Lamar Jackson and that uh, run-heavy offense. The Ravens uh, don't have a great offensive line, and you can definitely pick on Alejandro Villanueva. We know all about his struggles a season ago, and they are continuing in Maryland. Uh, their running backs have been completely decimated by injury. Not even Le'Veon Bell's there anymore. Uh, it's a combination of Devontae Freeman and some other older backs that are trying to uh, hold the fort there in Baltimore. The receiving core isn't that great either. Rashad Bateman hasn't really had that uh, breakout game that many have uh, been waiting on him for. Hollywood Brown, sure he's a deep threat, but he's a 50-50 pass catcher when you watch these games it seems like it's either a drop or a touchdown when it comes to him uh there just isn't that talent in the receiving core other than mark andrews the ravens defense it's uninspiring patrick queed and the rest of the linebackers aren't that good their edge rush is really nothing scary justin houston and uh odefe oe either like i know always put up some decent pass rushing stats like uh 
quarterback pressures, but it really doesn't seem like he's affecting the pocket to me. Uh, Brandon Williams and Clayus Campbell are, are big guys that have dominated the game in the past, but they have taken a step back and definitely look older. And those corners have been injured. Yes, we know Marcus Peters is done in the year. Marlon Humphrey doesn't look quite as dominant as he has in years past. He's still a great player, but doesn't scare me. And those safeties aren't scary either. The Ravens are a team that you should beat. Uh, I know the record and what it will be when the game, uh, those Vegas betting lines come out, they'll be heavily favored over the Steelers, I'm sure, but they are not a team I fear. They're a team the Steelers should beat. And really, I think a lot of teams should have beaten Baltimore. I think for them to just completely go down a, a sidetrack with the Ravens, I think they make the playoffs and then they get matched up against someone and get absolutely blown out. And everyone acts all surprised, but in reality, you can come back to this podcast and know that they just aren't that team. They aren't that talented, and the Steelers should beat them. These two games are there for the taking for your Pittsburgh Steelers. The AFC North in general might be overrated to a degree. I think that is a fair estimate for this entire division. They are good football teams, but I don't think any of them are elite football teams. And really, any of the four can still win this thing. Yes, I know things look bleak for your Pittsburgh Steelers following that tie to Detroit and the loss to the Chargers. But if they get healthy at the right time, they can string some wins together here and win the division. Winning the division guarantees you a home playoff game, and then who knows what can happen from there, but that's just the thing. You have to win the division first and foremost, and the Steelers will have a chance to do so, but it all starts with these next two weeks, knocking off the Bengals, knocking off the Ravens, and continuing and carrying and building on that momentum from those two games. So with all that being said, I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning into the live mic today. Um, if you are a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and I know you are because you sat through this entire podcast, you're going to want to check out all the great content from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Click over. It should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, from breaking news to injury reports to whatever, film rooms, commentary, you name it, it is there at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. So make sure you're clicking over and make sure you're listening to the entire family of podcasts from BTSC, uh, from all our live shows to uh, the AM and noon shows that we are dropping for you. They are there are tons of titles coming out to you each and every day. So. As we have already established, you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan and you're going to love all the content we are bringing to you. So once again, I want to thank you for listening to the live mic today. My name is Michael Beck. It is my pleasure hosting this for you and we will catch you next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.